Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kaleo Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. Oh, it's been a second. It has been a second. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. And listeners, thank you so much for your patience as we navigate our busy schedules, um, crazy lives, and also trying to run a podcast. And exciting times with all the other things that are happening right now. Yeah. So just always keep in mind that that uh, the podcast is very important to us and we will always be back. Yeah. But we had to go out and explore <laughs> things to talk about new and exciting things that we're about to do today. Yes. And why don't you open it up with it, what you did yesterday? Well, yesterday was the summer solstice. Actually, it was the day after the summer solstice. And if you follow us on Instagram, you saw that you may have seen that we did a, or I, yeah, you weren't involved because you're, you're not a woman, but I did a summer solstice woman circle at my yoga studio in Oceanside. And Cleverly named Yoga Oceanside. Yes. By the way. <laughs> it's not just a clever name. <laughs> And the summer solstice or midsummer is really important to me. It's something that I've celebrated since I was young. And fun fact, I went to a preschool in Kona that was actually a Catholic preschool. And I'm, I think, a Catholic or a Christian. I was don't it St. Michael's? No, it was Mokoaikawa Church. Oh, that's, and yeah. Now, my family's not religious, but it was a really good preschool. Uh-huh in a beautiful, beautiful old church right by the beach yep. that had, um, what is it called? And it has the lava rock and then the coral mortar in between the lava rock. I think it's just called coral mortar. Okay. It, in, my, in my expertise of house and building building, it's just called <laughs> yes. coral mortar. Yeah. And so in this, this preschool, we had every summer, we'd have um, an event. And I don't know if it was for... May Day or for summer solstice, but we actually had a maypole. And a maypole is typical to Scandinavia. And during midsummer, they build this maypole and you have these ribbons that float down from it. And the kids do this kind of frog dance <laughs> and dance and jump around the maypole. Yeah, to, I kind of I, I barely remember this, but you kind of like have like these like stringers. Yeah, and you weave in and uh -huh. out and then it like decorates the maypole. Yep. And what I didn't know that they did not tell me in preschool at Mokoaikawa ah. Church mm -hmm. is that the the frogs, well, dancing around a maypole, it's a symbol of fertility. It's a very phallic pole. And dancing around it like frogs, like we did, was to was kind of like, you know, um, sperm, basically. Wow. Yeah, these are things I that they aren't going to tell kids at preschool. church. Right. right. Well, especially at church preschool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you were the sperms. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> My mind's a little blown right now. I didn't yeah. even realize like this was a thing. Yeah. So you jump around like little frogs. And, uh, but it's, anyway, it's there to symbol fertility. <laughs> They're right. symbolized fertility uh -huh. with this phallic maypole. Yeah. Big pole. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sperm. Frog sperm. Which sperm looks like tadpoles. That's the whole point. Wow. I just put that together. Oh Give me a... God. I mean, I didn't have as much coffee Catch as you up, had. Catch up, little okay, tomato. Okay, okay. Here I am. Wow. 
Wow, that's heavy. So this is what I heard. I haven't verified the whole sperm thing, but I do know that it is a phallic symbol, right? Right. And so dancing around the maypole is to be, it's to symbolize fertility. And it doesn't have to mean fertility of, you know, having a child, um, getting knocked up, having babies, whatever it is, by right. that, that little frog sperm. It's actually just a symbol of the midsummer or the summer solstice being a very fertile time in the earth. Got it. So this is where we would um, harvest or wildcraft fresh herbs, flowers, whatever crops you're growing. So it was a very fertile time of the earth. So, um, you know, not only does it symbolize reproduction, but it also symbolizes that. Yeah. So and it's interesting. It's that the I learned half that point of the year. It is. So being the half point of the year, it's in the northern hemisphere. It is the longest day, right? The most sun. And in the west, the northern. Sorry, where am I? In the southern hemisphere. You're in the northern hemisphere. Yes. Yes. But opposite from right. where I am, uh-huh. down in the north. In the south. In the south. Yeah. There you go. Whew, I have Oof. had a lot of coffee. Right. <laughs> Tripping out. Let's start that again. In the northern hemisphere, it's the the longest day, the most sun. Uh-huh. And in the southern hemisphere, it's the longest evening, so the most darkness. And it is the halfway point of the dark and the light, the shadows and the sun, uh, meaning that everything that's happened in the past six months mm-hmm. is is gone. Right. So that half of your year is gone. So now it's time to focus on what you want to manifest and create for the next part of your year, the next half of your year. I like this. I think years should always be broken up. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's it's a half a year. (laughs) Okay. Everything that's already happened, it's done. Right. Don't focus on the past. Focus on what you want to create for the next six months, Mm -hmm. the next part of your year. Like it. And it was also historically and traditionally considered a, a magical portal. And when I say magic, I believe that magic happens when we live in harmony with nature, with in harmony with our own personal cycles, with harmony in harmony with our communities cycles, the cycle of nature, um, circadian rhythms, seasons, everything. Well, I, that's funny because that just means. a a real primal natural state as as what we are. So magic nowadays is actually where we're from and what is natural, natural. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because we've gotten so far away from that, I think as a society, because there is so much um, technology, there's so, there's Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and I don't even know all the streaming things that we have that we can stay up all night binging on, right? So we've gotten far away from, um, let's see, the sun goes down, it starts to get dark, we don't have electricity, so it's time for bed. The sun's coming up, let's wake up and get to work, right? That was traditionally how Mm -hmm. we lived our lives. And also with the seasons, you know, if you, if something didn't grow where you were in, you know, geographically right, and what season it was, then you didn't get it. Yeah. You, you couldn't, couldn't just go, you couldn't go get a GMO version of that thing at the supermarket flown around the world from where yeah. it is bountiful right. during that season. Yeah. Yeah. So once we start to fall back into our innate cycles then we can kind of live in harmony with the cycles of of the earth, basically. Of, of the place that you're nature. at on earth, too. Right, yeah. locally. Keep it local, babe. Local yeah. motion. 
So this was a magical time where the portal happens, right? So it's the portal between the darkness and the light. Mm -hmm. And traditionally that they believed, which I honestly still do today, that this was a time that you could see fairies, right? So you go out into nature, you go out into the woods. And if you look really hard at the trees, you might see little fairies. So this is just, I mean, this is all folklore, but I believe it to be true because this is such a powerful time in the, the, the seasons. Well, look at all the Hawaiian mythology we grew up with Mm -hmm. that we believe. Yeah. You know, there's something to be said about these stories that have been passed down and passed down and passed down. And when you say magic and these things sound like magic, but nowadays we're looking at our natural state as being magic. It's, it's just making perfect sense. Yeah. Well, when we live in harmony, like I was just saying, we experience this beautiful um, symbiosis of us and nature. And it feels like magic, right? Because it feels so harmonious. But then on the opposite side of that coin, we have gotten so used to feeling, um, not feeling that harmony and that symbiosis with nature. Right. Right, because of technology and our day-to-day stresses and everything that we have to accomplish in this world and in this modern life, that you know we we push the limit of what our bodies and what our natural rhythms can do, in order to make sure that we check everything off our list or you know um, take care of everyone we need to take care of or everything we need to take care of. Oh yeah, you can talk about getting back to nature, going primal all day long with me i am totally on board with this and you know that's why i've always made it a i've always made it a point to to get out in nature every day mm-hmm. and those days that i don't because oh i can tell yeah like this whether the studio just runs me over or mm-hmm. i just haven't made like that application for my day it is it's never it's never a good feeling for me. Right. So side note, everyone, when Kaleo hasn't been in nature, I can tell. And when I haven't done a yoga practice, he can tell. So it's interesting to know what really fills our cup and what feeds us mm-hmm. and how we may not even know as as individuals that our energy is different or we're acting different. But those close to us will be able to tell you know and it's nice to have someone keep you accountable hey why don't you go to go for a walk (laughs) on the beach hey mel go take a yoga class you know aka get out of the house aka what is wrong with you i know like go 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 do you go you do you you you, you. right (laughs) yeah and we'll come back and we'll reevaluate after that yes Mm -hmm. and it works right absolutely beautiful little reset button i think oh yeah it's an incredible smile that you'll see me wearing walking up the beach yeah Mm -hmm. i mean there's never been a time when i thought wow i really shouldn't have done yoga today (laughs) (laughs) or for you going to the beach or going to nature i really shouldn't have done that i should have stayed at my computer yeah right never even if we have so much to accomplish Mm -hmm. and to take care of Mm mm-hmm I still would not feel that way. It's, it's really well put. It's always worth that, it. That was really well put. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yesterday's event went on amazing. Yesterday's event was really fun. So I, we have our dear friends. We have Lisa and Lauren from This Colorful World and Shauna Mota and Daniel Sivertson and their little baby girl. Um, which Soleil, you do Which I, I do lud. Uh-huh. I know. I wish there was a better word for that. Why? I do lud. Do lud. All right. Yeah. I, I do let her. Yeah, you do let her. <laughs> I do let the heck out of her. 
Um, anyway, so our dear friends right now are all in the Swedish countryside um, of Flivik. And I have major FOMO because midsummer, like I was talking about, you know, 10 minutes ago, midsummer means a lot to me and it's a very, very festive time and I've always loved it. And so watching their preparations for midsummer got me thinking, gosh, I should put together a women's circle on the summer solstice and have it themed more towards midsummer. Um, and now just, just in case you're not familiar, the summer solstice was celebrated and honored throughout the world in so many different cultures. I mean, you have the Native Americans, you have China, Egypt, um, Tibet. I mean, everyone has India? their own. India? Yeah. I'm sure. Actually, I don't know, but right. I'm sure they, they do have something for the summer solstice. And, um, you know, specifically in Europe, back in the old days... We had the European pagans that coined the term midsummer. And you have um, in, in the Celtic tradition, it was called Litha, L-I-T-H-A. So midsummer, Litha. Like your sister. Like, that's actually my sister's name. <laughs> right. Yeah. And what they would do is they would have these beautiful festivals and these beautiful um, ceremonies where they honored the sun and they honored this time as being a portal to, you know, to the next part of our, our year. And even in the, the Vikings, all of the Viking men would, would gather at this time to solve their problems because it was a very, very long day. They had a lot of sunlight. So they spent this time wisely. And traditionally with other cultures, women were so honored and revered at this time for their healing powers and their um, just the, the way that they would use everything from the earth or utilize everything from the earth with love and with reverence. And they were the ones that um, basically helped everyone to live in harmony. And some of the cultures would even have these ceremonies to honor the women and men. If they wanted to celebrate, they had to dress up as women. Right. I know. Yeah. I mean, like uh, to join into the festivities. Didn't like that happen in Shakespeare plays back in the day as well. Um, I, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go with that. I think actually the actors, it was they would just dress up because they were the particular actors. Oh, okay. I got yeah, it. It wasn't like because. It was a, a woman's only festival. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But the, I mean, the women would actually allow them in these ceremonies to join in and have fun, but they had to dress as women. So yeah, it was kind of, they were kind of making fun like, all right, you want to do this? <laughs> matriarch style. Yeah. Right. And, you know, we've gotten, I believe, and it, no, without getting too political in this, I believe that once the, the patriarchal society, which I do talk about quite often, um, started to recognize the power of women, the healing power and the power when we got together as women, you know, the strength in those tribes, um, it became to became fearful. Nah, men don't get afraid ever. <laughs> <laughs> so the men, I believe that the men started to have some fear around that. And that's why they were, um, women became started to become oppressed back in the day. Anyway, mm -hmm. however, off of my soapbox here okay. for a minute. Yeah. So my ceremony was a circle where we all gathered around. We set intentions and it was a beautiful group of 12 women 
and we made flower crowns from flowers that I wild crafted from my friend Michelle's yard. And after we made flower crowns, we had everybody just drink some champagne and eat snacks while I set up the next portion. The next part of it was to create herbal tinctures. And this and this is where you thrive because you've been doing this with Spell Botanicals for a really long time. Yes. Cool. And those of you who um, know our house here, have actually been here, you know that I have herbs everywhere. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I'm looking into storage units right now because I have so many bottles and jars and tinctures and herbs and everything and it's beginning to beginning to be a bit much. So, looking into some specific ways to store it so that Kaleo doesn't go crazy with his minimalism. No, I will not go crazy. As long as <laughs> as long as there's a lot of good income coming in, I'm okay with a little bit of mess. <laughs> Okay. But I really like... Uh, one know, part of our house looks like an apothecary right now. So yeah. it just needs to be a little more organized. That's okay. We're building. We're building this business and it's really exciting. Yes. Yeah. So coming back to these tinctures, I chose six herbs that were specific to women. I mean, not just women. They're also very, very helpful for men as well. Mm-hmm. But I chose these because these were the herbs that... Some of the herbs that were wildcrafted historically on the midsummer so on the summer solstice um so i chose vervain saint john's wort oh fun fact about saint john's wort yeah back in the day here i keep saying this back in the day well um, that's when a lot of things happen yeah Mm -hmm. so because midsummer was traditionally thought of as a pagan holiday in europe um the christians came in and they wanted to change the name of the holiday so they changed it to saint john's day after Saint John, (laughs) and so some green witches, um, a circle of green witches that I I follow, have changed the name of Saint John's Wort to Sunwort. And let me just say that Wort, W O R T, it's not like a a wart wart on your body. Wort just means like an herb. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, Wort W A R T has taken over. Yes. The, the primary uh, mental image. So it's a hard one to sell. Yeah. <laughs> the benefits are so amazing, though. Like what? But, so they would call it sun, sun wort, okay. basically. Um, so sun herb, mm-hmm. because it was harvested on the midsummer right. or on the summer solstice. Um, I did Damiana. Oh, St. John. Let's go back to that. St. John's wort is very good for elevating the mood. It's good for depression. It's good for sleep. Um, but one of my favorites and the big one here that everyone loved was the Damiana. Okay. What did the, uh, what is the Dalai Lama? (laughs) (laughs) That was a good snort. The Damiana. Damiana is what I call a magical witchy herb. Okay. Yes. This herb is used, you find it mostly in uh, Mexico and in South America. And it's been used for centuries and centuries for as an aphrodisiac back in the old days again back in the day yeah, right (laughs) in fact to this day right but it's just good for an all around um kind of a health tonic Mm -hmm. for the reproductive system for the sexual organs and it's um yeah it is a libido booster for both men and women okay so in mexico they make it into a liqueur damiana liqueur nice yeah, so that was a that was a big hit. There was a Damiana. It's very good for sex. Um, and then I had peppermint, 
I had, uh, actually, yeah, let me just pull it up. Which here. is also good for breath. Really handy if you're having uh, Dalai Lama sex. <laughs> right. Well, peppermint is, okay, peppermint is good for everything, but it's, it's um, also helps to make the other herbs that it plays with mm-hmm. more potent. Ah. And I say play with because some herbs don't play well together. So I chose six herbs do, that do you that know? Did do you, do you well know together. off the top of your head herbs that don't play well together? Uh, oh gosh, no. No? Okay, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> no. we'll put that in the show notes. Melanie found these herbs don't play well together. Well, I try to find herbs that do play well together. So this is what <laughs> I focus on. There's so many out there. Right. In my finals for herbalism, I had to choose 30 herbs that were in, that would be in my medicine bag, right? I'm doing air quotes here. And I mean, there's so many. Wow. You have Chinese herbs, you have traditional herbs from... Um, from our region, you have them from Europe, you have them from all over and every herb has amazing benefits, but yeah, some don't play well. So I never knew that. Good to know. Mm -hmm. So I chose six that did play well together. Another one was chamomile and chamomile is, first of all, it smells so delicious. Chamomile like the tea. (laughs) Yes, babe. Right. You can make any herb into a tea. Okay. (laughs) All right, chamomile, yeah. but they're the same thing. Beautiful little yellow flowers. All right, all yeah. right. Yeah, and it smells so sweet. It's so delicious. And chamomile is very soothing and calming. And now none of these herbs are um, sedatives. They will make you calm and help you sleep well, but they're mm-hmm. not going to knock you out like, say, GABA. Uh, a, a skull cap or right. a... Um, or a melatonin vale- capsule. Valerian. Valerian yeah. root kind of situation. Yeah, so it's not a, a sedative to knock you out. It's more of a nerve tonic and mm. a relaxation. Right. Um, so chamomile is a beautiful one. And then the final one was mother's wort. And again, W-O-R-T, mother's herb. And mother's wort, just like the name, it's really powerful to heal all things women. Mm-hmm. So it's also very, very healthy for the heart. Um, there's, tr- what is it, trachycardia is basically uneven heartbeat. So whether it's fast or it's slow or it's just uneven, tachycardia, that's what it is. So it helps with tachycardia, especially due to anxiety or stress. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it's an all-around all um, heart tonic. So anyway, these are the six herbs that I chose. I like that heart tonic. Heart tonic, mm-hmm. yeah. It tones the heart. And I chose these herbs. I put them all around in little um, little bowls, and I gave everyone a jar. And everyone learned about the herbs, and then they chose. They picked the herbs and put them in their jar, and then we um, poured, poured vodka in it <laughs> as a carrier. And they're going to shake their bottles for six weeks and then use it as a tincture. They strain it and then they have a tincture. You know, tincture bottle has a little dropper and then you can take that uh, once or twice a day. Awesome. And get all those benefits. Yeah, that sounds super creative little workshop you just whipped up. Oh, it was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For the midsummers. So your FOMO was kind of relieved with your own. Absolutely. Yeah, with your own little. I had my own midsummer. Midsummer. (laughs) Your own little midsummer. He says that because because the way it's spelled in Sweden, glad midsummer, it spells M I D S O M M A R, which which pronounce midsummer <laughs> with this voice. Yeah. Well, you have yeah, it's like my Swedish chef voice, midsummer. Oh, I was wondering what you were doing. Yeah, got you. All right. <laughs> so 
Moving on to more exciting spell stuff. I have new products coming out. Mm -hmm. Actually, they're out. I've posted them online and at my... So we're live and direct now. Right we are now, live and direct. Okay. Right now, you're able to purchase. All and this of them. is why we haven't been able to podcast because you've been so busy in your apothecary world. I know. Because you're just crazy. an apothecary girl, living in an <laughs> apothecary world, and you've been making all these incredible new spell products that have been really been responded to at the studio amazingly yes so if i call kaleo mad scientist when he's in the studio for days growing his beard and and you know making music i am a a a green witch when i'm at home and i'm just in my spell mode so you get to be like the really cute desirable one and i'm kind of like the troll with the just told (laughs) beard and (laughs) in the studio (laughs) definitely not mad scientist i just think like the guy in the white coat with the frizzed out super tall white hair just going out of his mind. And then we have your little green witch. She's so pretty. And nice projection, dancing, babe. Just dancing around big fields full of flowers, talking to plants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, yes, on my part, I do talk to plants. No on your part, because you look super hot with your glasses I'll take that. on I'll take, at, yeah. the, at the desk. Well, going back to our primal state, these glasses are to block all blue light which I don't want to keep looking at this screen while I make sure I engineer this this podcast correctly. That's and why you're looking into my eyes. You are, yeah, you're way better to look at <laughs> than this blue light screen. Thanks. Right. So my new products are, I have a hyaluronic acid serum. Now mm. that sounds terrifying, right? Why would you want to put acid on your face? Um, it's, it's not that (laughs) it's the complete opposite of how it sounds. Hyaluronic acid is found in our cells naturally. And if you, you can think of like a raisin or a plump grape, Okay. right? So the plump grape has high, would have the hyaluronic acid in it. It can hold up to a thousand times its molecular weight in water, the hyaluronic acid. Wow. Right. So it's very hydrating. It's very hydrating. Okay. So if you can imagine, you put it on your skin and it goes into your pores and it plumps up your skin cells. Um, and it can get rid of fine lines and wrinkles and uh, minimize the pores. And everyone, I, I give little samples to all my friends to try out for about a month before I launch a product and get all their feedback. And I've had amazing feedback. I love the fact that you personally try and test all of your your creations oh yeah for months yeah and then once i'm happy with it then i give it to my friends it's really right your face looks really good right now thanks yeah it does no makeup awesome yeah (laughs) hydro hydro what hyaluronic acid hyaluronic so here we go with my fun facts okay here hyaluronic acids is um sometimes derived from the little uh oh gosh what is it called I should Google Don't it. Don't ask me. The, you know the thing on the top of the rooster's oh, head? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the... the uh, co- is it a comb? I rooster think, comb? I, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think it's, it's sometime, a rooster comb. Sometimes derived from that, um, which is not vegan. Right. Yeah. Um, I chose a specific version mm-hmm. that is made from sweet potatoes. And I also add vitamin C which is very, very hydrating and healing for the face or for the skin. Never knew that. And I use a, because hyaluronic 
acid is um, it does have a shorter shelf life. Okay. Um, I do sell them in smaller bottles, like a half ounce bottle. But I do, I did add a um, something called it's a fermented beetroot, and this prolongs the shelf life a little bit, so that you know I don't have to make it and sell it in small batches. Mm-hmm. I can make a little bit of a larger batches, so I can sell it consistently. Nice. Um, but everything is all all natural and and all vegan. Okay, so when I did this thing, there was like this exfoliating rice powder thing, <laughs> right? Okay, so. So I usually try out, if he's willing, I try out my things on, on Kaleo too. Well, here's the deal. I don't use anything. A, I don't use anything. I hate shampoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I use soap maybe. He doesn't like the squeak. I, I maybe use soap like two or three times a week. And if you're out there like, ugh, that's, that's horrible. It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty interesting once you get away from all the chemicals that you've been adding to your cleansing rituals how much you won't stink. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Right. I find if I don't, I, I, of course I use a natural deodorant, but if I don't even use deodorant after uh, a while, you don't stink. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah. I, I, you know what? Here's my... or, or maybe we're just used to it. <laughs> no, no, it's not because I, I, I'm actually always asking people if I stink or not. Oh, is that your yeah. thing? It's like, a, it's like a, hey, how have you been? Hey, do I stink? No, <laughs> uh, not, not to that point yet. But um, this is what I think. I think like, I think it's a, a ploy by deodorant. So when you do stop, the chemicals in the deodorant, when you don't use the deodorant, mm. actually come out and that's what you're smelling. I, I, that sounds right. Yeah. It's pretty incredible how many chemicals we're exposed to and what the body can take. It blows me away in that. Yeah. And imagine reducing chemicals that you put in or on your body and over time, how much better you're going to feel. I mean, that right there is coming back to your natural state. We're going back again. We're going back. Yeah. So yes, I do have a rice powder. So moving on to that product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This product, it's an exfoliating rice powder and... The reason why I chose rice, it's, it's ground very, very, very fine, like super fine. And, but when you put it on your skin with some of the cleansing oil that I'll get to next. The oil goes first and then this, right? Yeah. Okay. When, when you put this in your, um, in your cleansing oil and you rub it in very gently, when it has something liquid, whether it's oil or water, the rice will slowly start to plump up. Right, so it doesn't stay in its um, natural powder gritty form any mm-hmm. longer because rice plumps up. Yeah, right? like when you cook it. When you cook it, mm-hmm. yeah. So it doesn't. It's not harsh on the face. It's very nutrient rich for the face. If you were to take on the other hand, something like um, I know the the big thing du jour is ground up quartz crystal. That will stay, doesn't matter how fine it gets, it will always stay in its regular form, right? It won't actually like dissolve in water. So on a very micro level, there could be little lacerations in your skin from using it. Another big one nowadays, I think Kylie Jenner got a bunch of flack for it, but is ground up um, seeds like walnut seed and um, apricot seed. Same thing there. The husk or the seed is very, very, uh, doesn't matter how fine you get it, it can still lacerate the skin on a very micro level um, because it stays in that form. Yeah, so basically you're just cutting your face up. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> on a yeah, on a small level, but the rice because it plumps up, you put it on and it starts to exfoliate, but it also starts to soften. Mm-hmm. I mean, rice has been used for for ages um, to uh, brighten the skin and to nourish the skin with all the nutrients that are in it. So I chose a very very fine rice powder to use as an optional. Um, exfoliant to Mm. go along with my cleansing oil and even if you wanted to use it as a face mask you could mix this this rice powder with either a little bit of oil a little bit of water or a little bit of honey even and put it on your face and leave it on for 20 minutes and and rub it off and you've been doing this for over 30 days now yes right yes i test all my products for for at least a month and I, i sometimes longer and then i give it to my friends to try out i just love the fact that that you're doing this, you know, <laughs> like, I love the fact that you're doing this and you're getting away from the billion trillion dollar industry of people packing on these things onto their face, chemical or not. Yeah. And, well, and that's really pleasant to know that you're, you're going back to this, which was vilified, villainified, whatever that is, <laughs> vilified, uh, this, this oil based skincare Yes. Since. So let's go back to, or let's move on to my next product that you can use in harmony with the rice powder is called Balance. Uh-huh. And, what, and, so that's, and that's an oil? This is an oil-based cleanser. It's an oil cleanser. Okay. And what I wrote about today in my blog on spellbotanicals.com is, you know, oil has gotten to be the enemy, right? So not in the in the distant past maybe 80s and 90s maybe even early 2000s oils were were a no-no right they're too much too fat um i think the movie theaters used to use coconut oil and in the 80s and 90s everyone was just up in arms because it had such a high amount of fat in it right now and then in 2000 oils, everything yeah that, yeah exactly in 2010 yeah. everyone's oh no this is good yeah so it's so really putting, nice to do the research on your own exactly <laughs> so putting oil on your face seemed a little counterintuitive right uh-huh. it's like well that's going to make me break out Um, I believe in the complete opposite of that. So if you strip your skin of oil, then your skin will start to overproduce oil. So let's say you use a very drying face cleanser. Mm -hmm. And most face cleansers, even if they do have a little bit of oil in it or they do have moisturizers in it, um, they have something called a surfactant. And surfactants are there to um, create... Um, what is it called? Like foam and bubbles. And um, it's very astringent. It's very drying and it's very harsh to the skin. So taking away the natural oils that your body is producing for your face and causing your body to overcompensate by making too much, much oil. oil and then you know you have breakouts right and now everyone's prone to a different type of breakout so i'm not saying that using oil-based um, products is going to be the for end everybody all, be all right, right right but Correct. it does make sense that our body does make oil so try not yes. to vilify yeah vil- what is it vilify vilify yeah. is it vilify yes. okay thank you for that yeah so i think that if you are curious about about um, a oil face cleanser and using oil products, but you're afraid that 
you might break out, try it for about 30 days. And if your breakouts persist, then yes, you might be too sensitive to the oils. Mm -hmm. Um, But if they go away, it could be because of the oils. You're feeding your skin healthy oils. And the oils that I chose for this um, this facial cleanser are specific to um, helping with breakouts if you're prone to that, but also just a balancing uh, pH balance of your skin. So perfect balance of moisture and dryness that it needs to be healthy. And I have in there a base of sweet almond, and um, that is infused with calendula and rose, rosebuds and rose petals. And then I also add castor oil. Now, castor oil is an interesting, um, an interesting oil because it got a lot of flack back in the day. Here we go again. Right. We're gonna name this podcast back in the day. It got a lot of flack because I think people used to give it to you internally, like in a spoon. You got to eat your castor oil for health, and it would tasted really gross. I think this is like our parents or grandparents' age. Um, so castor oil was considered, you know, yucky. Right. Gross. Right. Like liver was back in the day yeah. like here eat your liver and now everyone has to have like liver pills exactly mm-hmm. and but castor oil can it's been proven to help where, where is out. it from it's from uh it's the castor bean it's a bean from a castor plant okay that's um usually native to to africa okay but it's been known studies have shown that castor oil can cure acne it can help the skin looking smooth and youthful um, it breaks up external and internal scar tissue, uh, prevents new scars from forming. Um, it can actually thicken eyelashes and eyebrows. So when you use this... When you take it internally? No. Oh, no, topically. Oh, okay, okay. So if you use castor oil on your face, I mean, there's there's a lot out there that you can read about castor oil that says, you know, it's very, very thick, so I only use a, a small amount of it. Well, not a small amount, maybe... I have my hands up this amount. Yeah. Everyone can tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this much. Right. Um, but you can put it d- directly on your face and leave it overnight. And it does help to stimulate hair growth. So if you want your eyebrows to, to grow a little bit more bushy, then use castor oil. I bet I have a bunch of guys listening to this and they're just going to rub their whole head. <laughs> All of my friends are going to rub their whole head with castor oil. I'm calling it. I'm, ca- I'm calling that. Perfect. Uh-huh. I love it. But it can also help to remove um, spots like age spots or hyperpigmentation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, growing up in Hawaii and always being in the sun, I have some hyperpigmentation on the sides of my face. And I've noticed just in this past, you know, month or so that I've been using it that they're kind of fading. So that's really exciting. Interesting. Um, I'll keep you posted on that. But it has so many health benefits. And then another addition is um argan oil and argan oil is um from typically from morocco and it's loaded with fatty acids and vitamin e and it can help protect against sun damage it can hydrate and reduce signs of aging and it can even help control oily skin so when you think about having oily skin uh, you know it's really nerve-wracking to think okay i'm just going to put oil on my face to cleanse it counterintuitive but it can actually help to um you know to heal there's a there's a saying from back in the day also Uh, this yeah back in the day podcast (laughs) there's a saying fight fire with fire Mm. and so this is what's rem it's it's making me think of that old term fight oil with oil yes actually because oil dissolves oil 
right? So when you put water on your face and you have... Oh, yeah, oil oily, and water don't mix. Right, and you mm -hmm. have an oily face, sure, maybe you're using the, the surfactants in there to, to take the oil away, but it's not leaving any healthy oil. So oil dissolves oil. So when you use an oil-based cleanser or just oil, purely oil, mm -hmm. on your face, um, it helps to dissolve any impurities that are there. It also helps to take off all of your makeup, leaving you with a, a fresh, hydrated face. <laughs> nice. I know. And it's that's what amazing. everyone wants, a fresh, hydrated, hydrated face. face. <laughs> <laughs> so how to use this cleanser? Very exciting. So I've been using oil to uh, you know, take off my makeup and clean my face for, for years. But I just came up with this product specifically for the ingredients. And it feels really light. It's, it's just delicious on your face. Basically, you don't even have to take your makeup off. You just put the oil on your face and rub it in with love and care for 30 to 60 seconds. Right. This is going to help me out a lot. This is going to save me a lot of time. <laughs> you with all of the things you do. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then you take a, a washcloth, a clean washcloth, or if you buy my face washing kit, it comes with a muslin cloth. And you put it in hot water and you very gently wipe the oil off your face and you are clean. You are good to go. Wow. I follow it with a hyaluronic serum as well as another, um, another face oil or serum. Um, but you are good to go and you don't even have to put anything on if you don't want to, if you just want to put your makeup directly on because your face is already hydrated. That sounds like it just eliminates a lot of extra steps to extra get, steps, yeah, extra steps to get to where you want to time. go. Yeah. I mean, literally my face regiment takes maybe like four minutes, depending on if I want to really massage in and if I use the exfoliating rice powder, it could take less, I mean, still less than five minutes. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and especially nowadays where no one has five minutes because everyone's so busy. That's mm -hmm. a, it's a really nice thing. Yeah. And to do it organically. Yep. Exactly. So all of my new products are on spellbotanicals.com and if you have any questions do not fear the oil please reach out to me and um, just you can email me at love at rebelamuse.com or use the contact form on the spell botanicals website and um, i'm happy to answer any questions that you have or any concerns about using oil-based products it's beautiful well thank you so much mel for making good products for the world <laughs> and uh and we'll catch you next week all right. All right. Aloha. Peace.